Today's scripture reading is from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1-4. through 4. Church leaders, I am writing to encourage you. I, too, am a leader, as well as a witness to Christ's suffering, and I will share in his glory when it is shown to us. Just as shepherds watch over their sheep, you must watch over everyone God has placed in your care. Do it willingly in order to please God, and not simply because you think you must. Let it be something you want to do, instead of something you do merely to make money. Don't be bossy to those people who are in your care, but set an example for them. Then when Christ, the chief shepherd, returns, you will be given a crown that will never lose its glory. Good morning again. Good morning. morning. That's right. Um, Set this down here, Dan. Um, Today we're going to start a series on uh, on leadership and qualities. And and take a breath. It's not not going to be four weeks on on eldership, Um, but. But the, quali- the qualities that are discussed in, in this passage as well as others um, are reminiscent of qualities that we all should have traits of in, in our lives. The, the idea of, of leading and following is, I mean, it's, it, it is strewn throughout Scripture. And, I mean, the, the, church, the church is an amazing thing when you, when you stop and consider it. Um, the, the church is made up of, of volunteers. And what we're going to look at today is the idea of humility within, within leadership. Um, and, and humility is really a, a tough, it's a tough thing. Um, it, it's easy to throw out, um, you know, discuss. We can, we can define it, which I'll pull up a slide here in, in just a little bit. Um, that'll, that'll give us some characteristics with regard to humility. But humility, being humble, is, is really challenging. But it is absolutely essential for the church to not only exist, but to function and to thrive. Humility um, is a characteristic that every one of us has got to take on and work on um, in, in our lives. Um, the, the title, now, now the, Duke told me he was going to critique me uh, today, um, and, and his first critique is going to be the title that you see up here isn't the same title that was in the bulletin. Um, as, as you'll notice if you've looked at the bulletin, the idea of follow then, then lead. Um, as I thought about it more, and, and that is true, we all follow, and then we're all expected to also lead. We, we, we have both roles in our lives and, and in our walk that we have to exhibit. Um, we all follow Christ. Congregations will follow elderships, uh, elders, and, 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 and ministers. Um, we'll follow ministry leaders in, in, in service um, activities. That, 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 are, that are being conducted, that we participate in. We, and, and so 
it is not a single follow or lead role. We, we all do both. Uh, and oftentimes we'll do both simultaneously. As we're following, we're also leading. And as we're leading, we're also following. And, and so we need to look at it closely uh, and, and understand the relevance of it. And so humility is the first characteristic that we're going to deal with today. Um, and obviously all of it will eventually point back to Christ. Um, Wednesday night, we, we dealt with the, the Philippians passage uh, somewhat in our, in our class. And we're going to look at it again this morning. Um, as we as we start this this discussion and, and this this uh, th- this thought process, um, if there is any encouragement, Philippians two one, if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, uh, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love being in full accord and of one mind. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat that because there's, there's so much there at times. If we, if we just read over it, um, we, we, won't, we won't really absorb um, what, we're, what we're being fed. Complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. That, that is an aspect of of the church he is talking to a congregation and by the way it's what part of the challenge that we face um is is unity right being of the same mind um being of the same love it is it is an aspect of unity and the only way it works is through humility because it's only through humility that you and i will put aside whatever my pet peeve is, whatever the agenda is, whatever the, the personal want is for the good of one another. And, and that, brothers and sisters, is hard. You just, don't, you just don't wake up and do that. That, that type of characteristic, that, that, that type of, of action and inaction, is something that is developed in you and me through Christ, through his love, through his sacrifice, and through our humility um, and, and acceptance of him, and acceptance of, of, our, of our roles. But the church is amazing because everybody's sitting here today, except for those of you that your mom or dad made you come, or your husband or wife made you come, right? You're here voluntarily. You serve voluntarily. You, you put money in the basket. Write checks voluntarily. It is, a, it is a volunteer organization. And for all of our faults, and don't let, her, let anybody tell you that the church is, is faultless, because it, it's not. You simply have to go to, to the book of Revelation and listen to Christ give churches direction on correcting things that, that reside within. But we are amazing. We are amazing that we function the way we do because it is volunteer on our parts. We have common things 
that bind us, right? The common love, right? the common sacrifice, right? The common goals. And we function really, really well because of the characteristics that God gives us, because of the roles God gives us, because of the design that is the church. I wasn't sure I was going to go down this road, but I'm already down it, you know. Um, yeah, see, they're always wondering, will they be able to track with me? Um, do you trust me? Do you trust your elders? Because the design is that God has put elders in congregations that have responsibility and charge over your souls. And, and, and it is an ominous responsibility. It is a heavy responsibility. And the only way that it works is through humility on both our parts. All of our parts. Because if, you, if, if you're sitting out here, and this isn't an invitation to leave, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a call. James is starting to get up, aren't you? Um, if you don't trust your elders, you've got to ask yourself why. You know, if, if you don't trust your elders with, and, and this, this, isn't a, this, this isn't an agendized comment, it is a, it's a significant comment. If, if you don't trust your elders with whatever else it is, whether it be money, whether it be the design of worship services, whether it be with, with buildings, whatever it might be, how can you trust the elders with oversight of, of your souls? It is, it, is a, it is a challenging thing because it takes, it takes humility it takes humility on all our parts to have a relationship like that that works. And, it, and it's got to work to be the effective design that it is. It's, it's got to be. Um, and, and so, is there always room for improvement? You betcha. You betcha. And we've got to continue to work to improve. And again, it is, it is all about Humility um, for, for those roles to accomplish what they need to accomplish. It, I mean, to, to place yourself in a, in a position of subjection takes humility. Because who wants to do that? That's, that's you know, that, that goes against the flesh. To, to place yourself in, in, a, in a position of subjection. I mean, you have to do it at work. You do it in your homes. You know, you, you do it in organized events, you do it in sports, right? You know, humility is essential for the church. Um, he goes on. He goes on to say this. So, let each of you look out not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Humility is putting other people first. It's putting other people first. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, 
Um, Though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. But emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death and even death on on a cross. And so Christ obviously is the supreme example of, of humility. Um, he, was, he was God incarnate. Robin talked about it today. You know, the, trying to get your hands around, your, your mind around the idea of the, of the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit um, as, as one, but also individual characteristics. Um, you know, the way I think of it is, you know, God's afar, Jesus God came near, and the Spirit God came within. That's, that's how I kind of work on it. But, but part of the point is they are unified, have always been unified, and will, will stay in lockstep through eternity. They are, they are unified. Um, some, of the, some of the descriptions of, of humility, um, it, depressed, and it doesn't mean emotionally upset or, or down, the idea of, of to to press down, um, to, to, to be depressed, to be pushed down is, is humility. Um, to be humiliated, um, to, to cast down, um, to be of low degree, or to be, to be lowly. And all of those definitions, all of those definitions point to the idea of, of something that is not lofty. Some, something that is, that is not... Um, up, up here to be, you know, to, to be an amazing, um, successful accomplishment in, in the eyes of, of the world. It is, it is the idea of taking the lesser seat, to taking the lesser position, to be under exalted. And, and the paradox um, with, within God's kingdom is that if you exalt yourself, he will humble you. But if you humble yourself, God will do the exalting. And the idea is that the exalting is to be left to God in our walks. Um, e- Ephesians 4. Paul says this um, to the church at Ephesus. I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. So he's about to describe what that walk is supposed to look like. And he starts it out with humility, with all humility and gentleness and patience, bearing with one another in love. And you can find you know, a lot of those characteristics um, in, uh, in Galatians 5 with the fruit of the Spirit. And by the way, side note, side sermon, the, the fruit of the Spirit, right, the, the, those characteristics that, that are described are not to be looked at as a bunch of individual fruits. It, it is a singular statement that he's making. The fruit of the Spirit are those things, right? Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, right? Those are to be a package deal, and, and we have to take on all of those things in our growth uh, and in our walk. 
But he says, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain, right? And our job is to maintain unity. He created unity through the Spirit. We are to, we are to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and, and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean? Some manuscripts, they say, you know, doesn't, uh, doesn't have these, therefore they, they stick them in parentheses. But um, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower regions, the earth? He who descended is um, the one who also ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers roles, right? There are, there are roles with specific purposes um, to, to accomplish specific outcomes. To equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. Now, don't forget where this all started, with all humility, right? With all humility. This is to be accomplished through, first and foremost, humility. To equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. That is us. Right? His bride. Until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love. We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint in which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. And so you, you see the formula here. As he, as he talks to the church in Ephesus, that we all play a part. We, we, we don't just absorb, we don't just bring our buckets to be filled up. Once heard a sermon, it was, it was, uh, it, um, um, was probably 30-some years ago, but it was talking about church services, you know, and... Uh, and the, the, the preacher was talking about buckets. And so picture, picture yourself with a bucket, a little sand pail, if you will. And when you come on Sundays, do you bring some things in your bucket for other people? You know? Do, do you bring your bucket with blessings, with encouragement, with, with strength, right? With prayers. Do you, do you bring it to bless? Or do you come in with an empty bucket 
holding it out for someone else to fill. Right? And there are times we all need some stuff put in our buckets, right? But if everybody came with empty buckets, we would all go home with empty buckets. And so the idea of equipping, right? You know, the, 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 the eldership here, in elderships around, around you know, the, the world, you know, one of the things that we try to accomplish um, is, is to try to make sure that there is a balance of, of, of blessings available to go in buckets uh, from, you know, the, the, the services. You know, we, we try to have a service that, that, that has a balance in it for, you know, that, that everyone can, can gain strength, uh, can, can gain encouragement, um, a, a place where people can participate. You know, we try to, we try to you know, encourage home studies, um, small group studies, try to encourage activities with one another. We, we try to make sure that, we try to make sure that there are Bible classes that, that are designed to feed the, the, the pillars that we've discussed, that, that we need to help us accomplish our, our mission to, you know, to, to serve others and share Jesus. You know, that is part of the idea of, of equipping the saints. And, and it's, you know, everybody's responsibility to, to participate in as much of that as you, as you can to, to ensure that, that you're equipped, right? Because only when the body has everybody working together, held together by the joints, that we are accomplishing everything that we need to accomplish for God through Christ, right? That's, that, is his, that is his design. That, that is his amazing, amazing um, plan for us. And again, it's, when, you, when you look at it, that's why the church is the church, and that's why the church will survive. Just like he told Peter, you know, the, the gates of hell will, will never prevail against my church um, because it is designed and fed by him. Um, but humility is, is critical, is critical uh, for, for each one of us. But in order for us to be built up, right, we've got to make sure that we're, we're getting our buckets filled when we can and then filling others when they need it, right? So I tried to think of, of, of some places um, where, you see, where you see humility. Um, one of them's not on the slide, but, but um, it's, in, it's in Micah. It's one of my favorite passages, um, Micah 6. Um, I'll read it here in a, in a moment. But in Luke 18, this, this is the story of the Pharisee and the tax collector, one, one of Christ's parables. And he told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. Um, that's, that's, that's for you, Dave. Uh, he just walked out on me. Um, he was talking to me this morning about helping him do taxes, and I hate doing taxes. Um, 
So I'll catch him when he comes back in. But two men went up. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus. God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. And let's just stop there. I mean, it doesn't sound like a bad blueprint, does it? I mean, you know, he's, he's you know, reminding God that, you know, he, he, he doesn't extort and he's not unjust and he's not committing adultery. Um, and, and he's certainly like, not like this, this tax collector. I'm, I'm different than other people. I'm different than other people. Um, you can see it through my actions and my inactions. Um, and God, you're, you're lucky to have me on your team, right? Um, the tax collector, however, who was standing at some distance, wouldn't even lift his eyes up, but was, was, was beating his, his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Now, I, I envision this um, to be an extremely um, emotional moment, that, that you've, got a, you've got a grown man um, in the temple, weeping, and, 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 and I, don't know what, I don't know what the man's sin was, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. But here is somebody who is, is standing before God, um, possibly ashamed to even, to even raise his eyes, right? And, and a refresher, we know what the word worship means, right? It, 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 it means to, to um, prostrate oneself. To, 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 be, to be face down um, on, on one's belly, to, to be in a, an extremely humble and humiliating position. Um, I, I thought for years, and there's nothing wrong with it, but I've, I've thought for years it, it, it would have been nice if we had um, those little uh, kneeling benches. Um, and, and there's nothing just in and of itself in the in the act of, of, of kneeling or, or being down, but it, it, it is a different, it, it, it's, it's a, hopefully I can get back up if I need help, someone come help me. But it, it's, an, it's a different position to be in. How's the camera? You did, okay, because they, they, they set it, because they like, you like to walk, and so they have it set up to catch me when I'm walking, but I don't know that they were prepared for this. Um, but it, it's, it's different. To be down and, and to have your head down, you know, or to even lie down. Um, it, it, it's, it's a different mindset. It's, uh, it certainly appears very different. There's, you know, there are groups out there, you know, uh, religious um, people that will, that will, they have prayer mats. They will be on their knees. They will be face down. And, um, you know, and I... You know, regardless of who they are, I'll at least give them that, that there's, there, there's an understanding in, in, that, in that position, in that look that says, 
Um, I'm humble, right? Versus the, versus the upright, um, upright position. But, but we've got somebody who is humbling himself before God. This, this, this man um, who, again, don't know what he did, but he recognizes, he recognizes that he is a sinner um, and, and needs the grace of God. And it takes humility to come to that realization. It, it takes humility to, to ask that. It takes, hum, it takes humility to, to be baptized, right? I mean, it, it, it just does. It says that I am in need of something. And there is an aspect of humanity that says, I want to be self-sufficient. I want to be self-sufficient. And uh, God says, be humble and rely on me. But this guy was beating his breast, pounding his chest, um, and asking God to be merciful to him, a sinner. And Jesus says, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Ephesians 5. Um, this is the section uh, of, of, of Scripture that is a, it's a practical look. It's a practical look at humility because it takes humility to submit. Um, we oftentimes forget to start the context in verse 21. We always like to start with wives, submit to your husbands. Um, and we joke about that some, but, but there are those that, that don't. Um, it says, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. Um, his body um, and is himself its Savior. And, and, you know, there are folks that passages like that give them heartburn. But if they understand the context, the full context, and the humility, I got Kevin shaking his head. Yep, she, she taught you that, right? Yes, <laughs> give me a thumbs up. But, but right, it, it, is a, it is mutual submission in, in marriages that allow them to, to, to not just survive, but to thrive um, and, and, and to, to succeed. As the church submits to Christ, now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. And husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And, you know, and so there you see, you know, tying in the idea of Christ. Uh, and, we, and we already know what he's done. That he humbled himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. Um, the, 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 the criminal's death. He humbled himself, and he is the head of the church, and he is a sacrificial, humble leader of, of the church. And what he's telling us here is that is how you need to, to live. That, that is how you need to function, and that is how the church works. He gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, 
There's that exaltation. Presenting himself, presenting the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Um, Micah. I, I do want to read Micah. Micah 6, 6. You've, you've heard this come from me. You've, you've read it. But it talks about what God wants from us. What does God want from you? Um, With what shall I come to the Lord and bow myself before the God on high? Shall I come to him with burnt offerings, with yearling calves? Does the Lord take delight in thousands of rams, 10,000 rivers of oil? Shall I present my firstborn for my rebellious acts, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? And the answer is this. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness or mercy, and to walk humbly with with your God? So the lesson to take with you today is work on being humble. I will. I'm going to work more on being humble. Work on, work on humility. Because it is, it is through humility that we've been shown that people will follow the humble. And so you lead with humility, whether it's at work, whether it's at school, whether it's at home. Your community... You lead with humility. And when you do that, when we do that, we're going to be more successful. We're going to be more effective. Right? And God is going to exalt those that are humble. And when He exalts you, those around will see that exaltation. They will see that splendor uh, and will want more to be a part of that. Wanted to make sure I said hey to Clara and Brady. Um, Brady was headed up to be with Clara, um, and I forgot earlier, and I forgot again, um, but the Spirit reminded me um, to make sure to say hello. So I uh, hope you all are doing well. And want to say hello to all of our, all of our folks that are, that are uh, shutting, especially some of our, our senior members that are out there watching. Um, you are important to us, and... Uh, and we indeed treasure you. But if you're here and, and, you need, um, and you need anything, you know, if you've never given your life to Christ and humbled yourself uh, through his waters of baptism, we encourage you to do that. If, if you need prayers and strength, um, we invite you to, to, to do that. If there are burdens you're carrying, that you need help carrying, um, that's what the church is for. Many hands. Many hands um, are necessary for, for work, and walking through life 
is, is indeed worth. But whatever you might need, uh, we'd invite you to come while we stand and while Dan leads us in song.